0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to the link us podcast link us is an initiative by and for airbus employees season one of the podcast will bring the employee resources groups to light what's their motivation how do they help us to embrace diversity and make inclusion an asset for
1: airbus enjoy your listening hello and welcome to the very first in the Link US podcast, my name is Linda Herbert. I'm head of Develop in Airbus in North America, and I'm delighted to host this very, very first session that we're doing for Link US podcast. We're going to be starting our series with a, a quick deep dive into our employee resource groups, and it's my honour to introduce you to Claire Gini. Claire is our leader of the WIN Network. Um, and so, Claire, let me open with that. What exactly does WIN stand for? So, WIN stands for Women's Interactive
0: Network. Um, and I'm very happy to be here with you today.
1: Well, that's perfect. we are very, very welcome. So, Women's Interactive Network, maybe you can explain a little bit more about the the mission of that. I, I'm going to come and talk about you a little bit more later on. But, but what is the mission of, of WIN or Women's Interactive Network?
0: Yeah, so as the title suggests, uh, WIN is really about uh, empowering women um, in order to promote gender diversity in the company. Uh, we have, we, we have yet still a, quite a low percentage of women representations uh, in our company because we are, uh, let's say, a technical or a manufacturing company. So we, we've had uh, a lot of difficulties to recruit women in the past. Uh, and I think this is really what we are trying to promote: is how do we recruit more women? How do we promote more women? And how do we make sure that we have a fair representation of men and women across all the different stages uh, in in our in our company? Um, our goal, so again, reaching more gender diverse uh, in Evers, but it's also about empowering women, as I said in the beginning, to take the lead of their career and to develop themselves how they want to explore their full potential. So we are encouraging people and women especially to make connections through different events. Uh, it's about raising awareness of women and men about what is at stake when we talk about gender diversity and in also supporting women with practical tools um, to really help them develop themselves
1: throughout their career. Great, thank you, Claire. And and maybe let's let's just do a little bit of a deep dive into into who you are, because maybe that will help us understand more about the passion that that you have for this topic. So, so tell us maybe a little bit more about you and and your history with with Airbus or even your career before that.
0: So I actually I actually have an engineering background. So my education is uh, aerospace engineering, um, and I started, I mean, I'm always passionate to understand what leads women to technical careers or engineering careers in general. Um, So in my case, it started, uh, I would say, probably when I was 12 and when I was uh, going to the movie with my parents and and saw the Apollo 13 movie. And from that day onwards, I knew I wanted to be an aerospace engineer. So I, I did everything I could to go there and to reach this goal. Uh, the aerospace bits kind of morphs into the uh, aviation at large, I would say. And so I was really delighted to be recruited by Airbus just after I finished my studies. Um, I started in Airbus in 2006 as a direct entry graduate, which is a specific program to intake new graduates in the UK. Uh, very interesting programs because it gives you a good hint of what this company is about. You get to do different placements. Uh, for two years, so uh, every three months you change departments, and that gave me an appetite, I would say, to discover what Airbus is about and uh, what are the different jobs you can do in Airbus. So from there, after doing some years in engineering, I moved to finance. Um, I I was a controller in Toulouse for an engineering team, and I had then the opportunity to go to San nazaire plant where I actually wanted to experiment something new. So I decided to become uh, an industrial project leader. Uh, Very interesting times. It was the start of the building of the first A350s. Uh, So very interesting time to be there. And that was really a good way for me to, to develop my understanding of how do we make airplanes. So interesting. I then moved to Germany, Uh, again, wanted to see something different, culturally speaking, and also from a job perspective. So I went into industrial strategy um, and finally joined Airbus Americas as a finance uh, director for transformation and subsidiaries um, back in January, 2020. So a lot of uh, different experiences, but that's really what I love about Airbus is the ability to to give you a, a career, which is quite unique, I think.
1: Wow. I mean, that's, it's exhausting just listening to you in terms of the amount of, of moves that you've made both within functions and sites and countries and, and so on. Um, it, it sounds as if it, it was very easy to, to make those moves. I'm, I'm guessing that was not the reality though. So, so maybe what were some of the major challenges that you had when you were making some of those moves and some of those decisions about your career?
0: actually it sounds easy and to me it was in a way i mean the 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 logistics of it is not easy <laughs> i can confirm <laughs> that moving countries with a family and you know <laughs> with kids is always a bit of a interesting experience so apart from the logistic aspect i would say that to me i've always been driven by learning and discovering and that's pretty much what i've always kept as a, a bit as a compass, <laughs> internal compass, in terms of how do I want to lead my career. So actually, as soon as I've decided that, you know, I have finished to learn <laughs> in a position, because I feel that I'm too comfortable in my position. Um, I just look around and see, okay, what what's next? How do I want to develop myself? Where do I want to go? And then I try to make it happen. Um, and again, I think that's the great, great thing about Airbus is it provides you this ability to connect with so many different people and so many different experiences that you can really, if you take the lead of your career, you can really pretty much become whatever you want to become, I believe so.
1: Wow, thank you. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, Along the way, have you had to make sacrifices? Sacrifices, it's a
0: good question. (laughs) Maybe I need to reflect a bit more on this to really uh, answer uh, completely, but I don't feel that I have. Um, I mean, yes, you could say that I've maybe sacrificed, you know, some of my. Um, Time with my family because, of course, they are still all based in France. (laughs) And so that's, that's maybe one aspect of it. I've also probably left friends along the way because every time you change countries, uh, you don't maintain all the ties you you may have had in the past. So that may have been the sacrifice, but I've gained so much personally and for my immediate family. I would say, Uh, I mean, my kids speak three languages. They are able to adapt to a lot of different situations and they you know they've been discovering so many things culturally speaking that to me that's invaluable so yeah sacrifices yes but the benefits were worth it
1: that's great well thank you for sharing that so let's let's come back then to the women's interactive network um and you you mentioned um as part of your journey i'm making the link back into win about mentoring and role models and and the importance of of that. Tell me more about that. Tell me more and linking that back into the employee resource group for for Win. How how can we build on the mentoring and the role model topic?
0: Um, it's a good point. Uh, to be to be fully honest, I think actually it all stems stems for me from there. From actually, I should say the lack of <laughs> of mentor <laughs> or role model. Uh, if I'm being completely honest. Um, To be, yeah, again, to be very transparent. I don't recognize myself in a lot of our leaders, Um, probably because I'm a female and a lot of them are male, (laughs) probably because most of them, you know, don't have the same experience that I've had. And so it's somehow difficult to relate. Um, So I think it all started from there. I, I really think that role modeling is key. Um, and that's why we need to have more representations of women in leadership position, because until you see that it's possible, you can't imagine it is. So I, I think it's important that we have good representation of women. Um, and I would say authentic women <laughs> who have had a full life, <laughs> if I may say it like that, um, so that we can really you know, see ourselves um, as employees, see ourselves getting there at some point in our careers. Maybe we will, maybe we won't, but at least we see the option and the the, the door open to get there. So for me, that's very mm-hmm. important, and that's okay. really what leads me to to the ERG, I think.
1: Okay, and, and thank you for that, and thank you for your honesty as well. It's, let's let's just explore that a little bit more, if we if we can. Um, what do you think the blockers are? Because you're saying that you 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 know it's something that you would you would want more representation of women in leadership why why is that not happening today in your opinion
0: i think it's always hard for the first ones i think it's always hard to be the first in you know that or that position and i think that's that's a little bit refraining maybe some of us and i'm including myself (laughs) because because you don't want to be because you don't find yourself represented in the leadership's uh, position you don't really want to get there because you're thinking I don't want to be like that. <laughs> so I think that's one of the, at least personally speaking, that's, I know one of the blockers that I can have, and I'm pretty sure that a lot of other women can have is because you don't project yourself on a, on, on, you know, model that works <laughs> and that would work for you. It's hard to have the will to actually go there. So for me, that's one element of the answer. Maybe um, the second one is that women have a different career by definition than men, just because from a, um, how do we say, natural standpoint, they will have a, a time in their life where they would be less available, simply because, you know, if they want to have a family, they will be uh, maybe out of the office uh, a few months or years. Um, and that's very depending on the countries and the cultures, of course. But still, that's something that is pretty unique And if we don't pay attention to these moments in time and if we don't make sure that there is a continuity that is made possible for these women when they come back to work, let's say, uh, in their forties or so, that they don't have, they haven't lost their ability to actually climb the ladder. I think we are missing the point. So we need to have policies that protect women during this very specific time of their life. I would say between, you know, twenties and forties. Um, where to make sure that they are set up for success when they are actually, let's say, coming back to work and, and getting ready to to move on in their careers. So that's the second one. The last one is self-confidence, is, is being intrinsically or deep in yourself sure that you can go there and that you want to go there and that you can do it. Um, and that's the hardest one because it's very personal. It's very difficult to, t- to talk about it, <laughs> to speak about it. Um, and it's very hard to pinpoint because each woman will have a different experience and a different self-confidence, you know, standpoint, I would say. So it's, it's a hard one to, to tackle. But I think it's something actually that where we typically as a network can really f- make women aware about some of these barriers that we put on ourselves and help them to overcome them so that they can, um, you know, again, leave their full career as they yeah. want to.
1: Okay, thank you. So just building on that, that final point a little bit more and, and coming back to the Women's Interactive Network, what have you um, put in place or what has been put in place um, since you, you took over the leadership of this to try and help um, things like self-confidence in, in your members? Uh, good question. <laughs> um, I'll have to,
0: to be very honest. Uh, this is still quite new, uh, for me because I've taken the leadership of, of Win, I think back in September last year. And this was a pretty s- difficult year, I would say, to, to, to take over an ERG because, uh, obviously we being all virtual, um, it's It's a little bit different to the model that we used to to work with in in resource groups, uh, where it was more about physical meetings and networking. Um, having said that, I think one aspect that we are trying to to push is really to make sure that we use this community as a group to co-develop. So that's that's some concept that we would like to push forward in the future is to to make sure that we have co-development is a little bit similar to maybe a group mentoring, if I can translate it in this way. Um, which is a way to really help women to solve problems and to collectively, um, you know, um, decide how they want to, to lead their careers and to overcome some maybe hurdles that they may have. Um, very recently we also animated or had an event, sorry, which is, uh, which was about, con- uh, unconscious bias. Um, so it was really about it was a little bit provocative sometimes in terms of the questions we asked the audience, but really it was about making people understand that even women, we have, pred- um, we have cons- uh, misconceptions, sorry, or unconscious bias with regards to ourselves or to other women. Uh, and I think the event was a good success because it really shared some of these principles of unconscious bias. And that's something which I think we'd like to to continue to explore and to talk about because again unless you don't know you know about them they are unconscious so you right. don't know about them yeah
1: right so so women's interactive network i mean you're based in um in sort of the herndon area
0: so mm-hmm.
1: where where are the members of the women's interactive network faced today uh
0: we have a uh, quite a large reach uh, so we have for now uh, yes as you mentioned the, the the core team i would say was initiated from the hendon offices but we have actually a very good representation of Wien as well in mobile uh, the Wien mobile branch i would say is very active and very uh, well developed uh we also have some representations in about all of our sites um at least that's the, the biggest one so we have uh, some representation in the helicopters um, we also have some in Atlanta, in Satèr, in uh, Miami as well. So there is a little bit of members <laughs> sprinkled. I would I would say everywhere. Having said that, is is really something that we need to continue to build in terms of our membership base because, um, yeah, it's it's always hard to to reach out to 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 a large group like the Abas Emeritas. <laughs> so we need to continue <laughs> to make people aware about the network and about what we are doing
1: okay so that leads me on to how how can um how can the listeners to this podcast as an example um join in how can they support what what you're trying to achieve yeah thank you for
0: that question (laughs) very interesting one um so everybody first i'd like to reiterate if it wasn't clear because we are called women interactive network but obviously the gender diversity topic is a topic not only for women it's it's for men and women of course so we are really encouraging everyone who wants to be involved or who is interested by the gender diversity discussion or who wants to play a role and be an ally to the community to join us of course it takes a simple email so uh, anybody can write me an email so it's claire.ginnie.erbus.com um, where i will add you to our mailing list Nothing is required in terms of involvement. It's very up to you to decide how much you want to contribute. Uh, the simplest form of commitment is just receiving emails from my side, from myself, and from the Win group. Um, and so that's uh, that's uh, the minimum one. But of course, if you want to suggest any ideas, we have as well some. Uh, uh, we have a Google site now, so we have a presence of online, I would say, and we also have a, a way to capture new ideas through a Google
1: form. So. Feel free to contact me if you have any questions or want to get involved. Perfect. 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 Thank you. Um, And I've I've just got a couple of fun questions for you uh, before we we finish. So um, going back to 2006 and you're entering the direct entry graduate scheme, if you could offer yourself a piece of advice from now all the way back to then, what advice would you give yourself from in 2006? that you know now I'm not asking that very (laughs) well am I but you know what I'm saying (laughs) yes yes oh my gosh that's That's a difficult one (laughs) (laughs)
0: um I would say I mean what would I say to myself I think I would say keep faith in yourself Mm -hmm. because everything happens for a reason so you are where you are meant to be in a way so keep faith and and continue to to lead I would say yourself and your career
1: beautiful that's a great piece of advice and the final question i have before we we wrap this up let's just say that you have the opportunity to become jeff niddle for the day um no actually you become claire genie for the day who's ceo president of this this amazing company what would be the one thing you would do to advance the, the the ambitions of the women's interactive network I would had uh,
0: I would have a an SLT made of fifty percent men and fifty percent women, and also taking care that the various diversities are represented.
1: Perfect, Claire. Thank you so much for your time today. I hope everyone's enjoyed listening to uh, to this podcast. As a reminder, if you want to get involved with the Women's Interactive Network, you can contact Claire directly on Claire at Airbus Thank you all very much and I hope you enjoy the second in our series coming up soon. Thank you very
0: much for inviting me. It
1: was a pleasure.